This week's episode of Legends of Gotham is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Have a great new year. We'll speak to you soon. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Alan. GCPD detectives? Like that, but honest. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're here with, um... A couple wait, people. Is, is that... Is, it, is, is, is that Renee Montoya over there? Is it? Is, is that Crispus Allen over there? <laughs> we're pleased to be joined by our guest, uh, Victoria Cartagena and Andrew Stewart-Jones. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. Hey, how's it going? Us. How are you? Yes, indeed. Happy to be here. Excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, and uh, we for people watching the live stream, we are having a couple, like, a few little glitches with, with uh, the, the bandwidth and everything, but we're going to work through it. We we're, got this. We're going to do it. Uh, but we are also joined, this is a mega, super mega, big, super ultra Gotham-themed co- crossover Woo! by our friends from the Gotham TV podcast, John and Derek. How are you guys doing? Hey. Hey, guys. Hi. Doing good. Not too bad. It's good. Yeah. Transatlantic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you guys are uh, way, way, way across the pond. Uh, Keeping uh, pumped up with the coffee, though, (laughs) so you can stay up. We are full of caffeine. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start bouncing around the room, probably. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, this is a vi- we're we're streaming live on YouTube and everything, so it's a visual medium. So feel free. <laughs> uh, well, uh, here I'm going to take a sip of my eggnog because uh, we eggnog. all brought eggnog. Cheers! Uh, at least it's me. Cheers! Cheers. Enjoy. Cheers! Could you have a bigger mug? Possibly. Possibly. Uh, uh, cheers! I have nothing in my hand, so sorry. It's Six Flags. It's in brand. They have Batman stuff all through Six Flags. So True story. <laughs> okay, well, uh, what we're gonna do here, since uh, it's a big mega crossover with us and Gotham TV podcast, what we figured we'd do is we'd give e- each other about fifteen minutes to talk to Victoria and uh, Andrew uh, unabated, and then we'll swap off, and then we we have a game, and we have uh, questions from the audience, and all sorts of stuff. So. Uh, we'll go ahead and start the timer here. John and Derek, take it away. Have fun with your interview. We'll be in the dark. We'll be here. That's great. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Um, Victoria, Andrews, thank you so much for um, agreeing to, to come on and uh, answer, answer our Pleasure. questions. It's, it's really good. Um, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so we've got 16 questions in 15 minutes, so this is going to be like rattle train, definitely. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> okay. But um, no, have fun, relax, and um, this should be good. So, like, we've been really enjoying it so far. Um, we're getting up to episode 10 uh, next week um, on Gotham. But so far, what's been your favorite scene um, doing the show in these first 10 episodes? And Coming up for the second half of this season, then, is there any scenes that you guys are in um, that you're really excited about fans of the show to see uh, when it comes back in January? Victoria, I'll let you shoot. Uh, uh, my, um, okay. Uh, hi, guys. First of all, thanks for uh, having us. Oh, but we only have a minute. So, okay. So, my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite scene uh, probably is the first scene that we got to shoot. Um, it's, it's the first scene that you are introduced, the audience is introduced to the MCU um, in the pilot episode in the diner. So, that was yeah. my favorite. That's a great scene. We love yeah. the... There's the stay frosty moment from Oh, Andrew, that's my favorite line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, you've got the Pepto Bismol of Harvey Bullock whilst he's yeah. he's he's sort of going between the Pepto Bismol and the the whiskey in the little hip flask. Man, yeah, that's a great scene. Really. Good. Yeah, it, was, it, does, it does go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, a lot of magic in that scene, I think, because it was the first time. So, yeah. Go ahead, Andy. Um, I kind of uh, I like um bringing uh bringing Gordon into uh, when we had him under arrest. Um, I thought it was a great scene uh, bringing him in and um, getting messages and tweets from people asking me how I could do such a thing um, (laughs) because people really buy it. And then having Penguin um, step up and say, Hey, how are you guys doing? I'm alive and egg on our face. It was, it was a good scene. scene. Yeah. And it was was almost all of the cast. So that was great too. 
Yeah, that was a really powerful scene, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was the huge. Spirit of yeah, the huge. season, maybe eggnog on the face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, as far as what's coming up in the future, um, is uh, um, uh, more bad guys and um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, allegiances and relationships that uh, I don't think you guys could guess, even if I told you all the dynamics. You're just not going to believe me. Um, so there's some sharp twists and turns come that you're not going to expect. Excellent, excellent. Well, speaking of the writing, there's been a bunch of writers and directors that have worked on the show so far. Um, who's been your favorite director to work with? And what's your favorite piece of dialogue each year? Uh, one quick aside on it, was the Monty's line scripted or ad-libbed? Uh, that was scripted, and I loved it. Like, I, I think we immediately tweeted each other about it. Like, yeah. oh my God, Monty, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the directors, um, we've we've had so many great ones. I mean, they all bring their sort of own style and dynamics, so it's, ex- it's exciting um, to see what they bring to it, and, and we haven't worked with all of them, so I hope that we um, get the chance to. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I can't really pick a favor, but like, uh, they all, like Danny Cannon, who's also, uh, he directed the first two episodes and is also executive producer. Mm-hmm. What's great about him is that, you know, he helped create this world that you're seeing um, on on the television. And so he knows the characters really well. So there's a certain amount of safety that you have as an actor uh, working with, with him. But then there's also, at, at the same time, there's um, TJ Scott, who's such a, an actor's director. He's so much fun. He brings music on the set and is just... It's just a really fun environment. And, you know, Rob Bailey, who um, actually directed the um, Penguin's Umbrella, who um, he he's like wants everyone to be a part of it and like sort of like stands around and is like, and this is what we're going to do. And everyone's in a circle and he explains everything. And um, Karen um, Gaviola, who I don't really get to work with many female directors um so she did the harvey dent was 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 great um to work with her and also you know i had a very uh, um the love scene uh which you know when you do those you can be kind of um i don't know vulnerable and uh and so heart, it was nice heart to, is the word you're looking for heart well, is the word you're looking that too because of the lighting but uh <laughs> but yeah she definitely made us feel uh comfortable and so yeah i can go on about everyone but go ahead i'm sorry andrew you, you know, you know that was my minute as well, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 please. Sorry. Sorry. Well, she, she, she absolutely covered it. Absolutely covered it. Well done. And do you have a favorite line of dialogue then? That's stay frosty and. Uh... Um, stay frosty. Stay frosty. Um, is definitely uh, my favorite line. I loved it when I saw it. Um, I also liked uh, staring at um. Ben's, uh, ben McKenzie's genitals and asking him if he'd like some pants. Uh, whatever <laughs> was, uh, some, some, some clothes would be good, though. Uh, that was fun. That was a fun moment. Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of the um, that ending um, of episode nine, the, the love scene with, um, with Rene and with Barbara, um, how important is that relationship in, uh, as a part of, of Gotham? Um, and I suppose, really, just the significance of keeping that sexual preference of Rene Montoya, which we kind of saw when we looked at Gotham Central. Um, but any kind of LGBT kind of preference of the characters from the comics, sort of as you go from, you know, the comic books through to the screen, whether it's a, a movie or whether it's a TV show like Gotham, I mean, how yeah. important do you reckon that is? Because I think there's a lot of people, you know, um, you have Ellen DeGeneres kind of saying Gatham, like it's important i think ellen said that yeah i think so oh think awesome was, that's it? so cool that's great um well i uh, i think the importance of it is that you know like you said renee is um you know she's an iconic character and she's gay you know what i mean so um i think that that's that's who she is and i'm i'm, I'm very um glad and grateful that they included that part of her onto uh, the series because i really can't imagine um, if they hadn't, w- what that message would be to the LGBT community? I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a sad and negative one to say that. Oh, this is Brene Montoya, but she's not gay. You know, that's an important part of her. Although that's not everything about her. She's other things. But I'm, 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 I'm really. It's important that they did include it. Um, and uh, as far, what was the first part of the question um, about the relationship? I, I, I could only speak for Renee, but I, I believe that she. 
she loves Barbara. And I'm sorry, Andrew, I keep talking over your minutes. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so she, oh, I'm I, sorry. Am I supposed to be? I th I'm sorry. I have no idea what I was supposed to be doing. I'm doing it well, though. All right. But That's if you what have I'm a comment on Barbara and Renee, I mean, you know, sorry. You enjoyed that scene, though, Andrew. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> didn't everyone? <laughs> anyway, Who didn't um, enjoy we, it. Uh, um, anyway, I, I think that the Barbara Renee um, uh, definitely sort of injects a, a nice dose of estrogen into the whole mix. So <laughs> that's just that me. it does. Well, we'll, th we'll throw this one over to Andrew then. Um, yes, please. So, <laughs> um, so the MCU were given the role of investigating the Wayne murders by Jim Gordon, and were introduced to to Bruce Wayne and Penguin's umbrella as a big moment in the arcs of Christmas Allen and Rena Montoya. How will these two protect, two detectives proceed with the investigation? Um, as far as as far as um, how the investigation goes, we can't speak as to that. But what we do, what we what has been set up is. Um, uh, a clear alliance with uh, with um, with Gordon, so that he's not quite flying solo, um, because the story is about the city of Gotham, and uh, it's a deep and dark place, and very hard for one man to handle. Um, but then you will see that there are other things. It's not just what you saw in that episode that's going to dominate any one particular storyline for any one particular you know for any two episodes, let's say. There are going to be other storylines that are going to be intertwined into that, but um, it's been set up what the new relationship is, and then, as with any good story, lull you to sleep a little bit, and then uh, turn you around a dark corner. And before you know what's going on, you've no idea where you are. <laughs> well, yeah. Good answer. Sounds interesting. Well, this is to both of you because we absolutely loved the scene where you guys came charging to the rescue of Jim Gordon from Victor Zaz. Like that was such like a, a Western style moment where in came the sheriffs and they, they kind of pulled up and rescued. And um, like how epic really was that scene to film? And like, did you realize like for us, it felt like a real um, important sort of defining scene for you guys because it, it brought you really, and to that central moment with Jim in peril and rescuing him, and how how important was that for for your characters? Um, you know, it was very very important um, for both of us. Like we were, we were both excited on the day when we finally got to the set to shoot it, and then working through you know the machinations of of uh, actually um, getting it on film. And it's always fun, but um, you know, we're um, Victoria and I were off on the side. Um, getting introduced to, to our guns and taking practice shots and figuring all these things out. And um, so, you know, you, you get an opportunity to really get into it, but then, you know, sitting in the car and, you know, reversing at 900 miles an hour and <laughs> coming screeching in and you, it's not, you know, it's not acting. You, you're having a good go at it and you're having a lot of fun, but it is, um, it was a wonderful moment that um, I think I can speak for Victoria as well, that we were very, very excited to, you know, to yeah. to get on Team Gordon and to be um to to rescue him, you know, to really help him out and to for our characters to take another leap as far as the storyline of the entire show. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, so want to talk quickly. Obviously, we're huge fans of you guys, particularly on the show. What's it been like over the last ten ten episodes? Thank you, thank you. And outpouring a love for your two characters, and how are you enjoying the fan attention and episodes into the show? Ah, Victoria Gordon. Okay. Uh, no, it's um, it's first of all, thank you. You guys were actually the first people to give us a lot of attention. I remember back in June, you're like asking for for an interview because you were such fans of uh, Renee and and um, Crispus. Uh, it's it's really just um, it's it's exciting. I I love um tweeting and talking to the fans. They're just amazing, beautiful. Uh, people who, I mean, just the fact that they sort of say, you know, you're doing a good job and they appreciate what we're doing is, is, is um, it's, it's humbling, you know, and, and I just appreciate that they allow us to be a part of their fandom because we are, I mean, um, um, Andrew's a huge fan of Christmas Allen. He loves them. You know what I mean? I love Renee. She's like a part of my life. See, they're such amazing characters and I just really look forward to uh, um, just introducing them uh, to to a new audience who may have not known them, like you know how great they are. 
but not a lot of people do. So it's, it's an honor and um, yeah, special. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's an incredible amount of fun and uh, you know, it's, it's wonderful to, um, to meet people on the street and um, to see, to actually see how excited people are. Um, but they recognize you and they don't actually want to talk to me. Yeah. want to talk to Christmas Allen, which is yeah, true. fascinating it's true. to me. Absolutely fascinating to me. It's so and, true. Um, a wonderful compliment. A wonderful compliment. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, um, and I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled that people um, take it on board and embrace it the way they have. And, um, and uh, it's very, very exciting. And as, as, Renee, as uh, Victoria said, I'm, I'm absolutely humbled and uh, thrilled to continue. And does your accent confuse them, Andrew? <laughs> um, I'm not entirely sure. I, I can't tell if the uh, wide eye is for that or for the fact that I'm talking or I'm in front of them or they just, they're right when they tap me on the shoulder and say, excuse me, or whatever it is. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I definitely do have my own accent as soon as I'm offset. So um, I should ask somebody next time. If I can remember, I'll ask. Find out for you. <laughs> Um, like as you're saying, from the comics, you you know the comics, but also now the show. Um, you guys, Christmas Out, Detective Allen and Detective Renny Montoya, are this tight detective partnership. But given that um, love triangle with Renny, Barbara, and Gordon, um, do you think, for example, Christmas will continue to defend his partner um, in light of all that potential tension that might surface at some point? Is the um, anything we can sort of guess from that and um, in what way may Harvey Dent possibly play another complicating role because um, we um, certainly know from the comics that Harvey right. Dent um, has <clears throat> has feelings towards Renny Montoya does, does right. that play out at all in the show or um, or will it or can't you answer that <laughs> as, um, as far as this, go ahead no, I was going to say, I think that um, no matter what, that Crispus would have Renee's back. Absolutely. Uh, whoever, I'm glad that you no matter what, that. And then she'll deal with him. With, he'll deal with her on the side if he has, but not in front of anyone else. He would protect her. And I think the same way goes for Renee. Um, for Crispus, she would stand up for him. Uh, I can't really comment on uh, what's going to happen. But um, <laughs> we'll keep so trying. Far, I think, yeah, we'll keep yeah. trying. <laughs> right, but Harvey Dent, yeah, definitely, you know, is an ally right now for for uh, Gordon, who needs all the allies that he can get at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep Harvey trying, Dent's huh? a, a, um, a wonderful uh, addition, and you know, Nicholas D'Agosto is doing a great job. Um, and um, it's uh, there's absolutely nothing that could ever come between um, myself and Renee Montoya. Um, absolutely nothing. There's nothing. That's mm-hmm. my partner. Not not even us butting in and being like, hey, it's our turn. Just say thanks, guys, for answering those questions. Um, it's Thank really you. cool of you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your wine. Get some rest and uh, plug, <laughs> plug in the lava lamp. Well, we'll be coming back with strange accents in a moment as we do <laughs> there the we go. game. Stranger after accents. Stranger oh, accents. they're not <laughs> Stranger accents, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, but uh, we'll go ahead and, I guess, start our, our interview portion off. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, Amory, I think you had the first question, right? Okay, my questions are usually a little less serious because that's how I am. Okay, obviously, we completely geek out over Gotham at all times. Um, what do you guys geek out about? Andrew? It's all right. uh, oh, what do I geek out about? Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, any, if anybody ever wants to really engage me in a conversation – um, it takes absolutely no time for me to swing it around about my kids. Um, yep. that, that's what I geek out on. I can, I can, I get giddy as a school child and I'm allowed to talk about my children. Um, and, uh, that, that's what I geek out on my, my four kids. Well, uh, mine's is not that deep, so I, sh- I should have gone first, but, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Other than geeking about, geeking out. <laughs> About like my Philadelphia Phillies, which I won't talk about right now. Um, I just love, and Andrew knows this. I love a good discount. How like, they, I like, how's yeah. the, how they doing the last game? Uh, they didn't do well. They didn't do well at all. Oh. But let's not talk about that. I said I don't yeah. want to talk about that. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. So, so you don't want. So you don't want to tell me the score about their losing? Yeah, no, no. You don't um, want to tell so, me the score. This is about me now, Andrew. It's about the tour. Oh, okay. All right. You just don't remember so, the score. Um, as. 
No, I don't remember, but they probably lost. Anyway, I like I like a good coupon. So they had less points than the other team. <laughs> a coupon. Okay. A coupon. A coupon. I like discounts. Like I like going to the supermarket and going to that. For like section. tomatoes, a stop and shop, no, and something. No, no, no. no. Ten cents. Ten cents yes. off tomatoes. No, no, I like fifty percent off. You have to give me fifty or nothing. Like the other day, I got like this toothpaste. It was disgusting, but uh, it was like a dollar. So I but had because to you got a dollar off, it. you were happy. No, 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 because it was a dollar. So now you brush your teeth with disgusting toothpaste. Disgusting toothpaste, and I'm gonna punish You're myself. You're brushing your teeth with disgusting toothpaste. That's just right. because it was cheap. A dollar, because it was a discount. And, well, you gotta go for the discount. Hold on a second. Let me get this right. The next time I see you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have stinky, nasty breath, but you're gonna be I happy because you got it for fifty percent. Andrew, is my toothpaste, breath ever stinky or nasty? There can't be good toothpaste for a dollar. Wait, wait, Come on. Hold on, just call me in a minute. We'll we'll just finish this conversation later. Let's <laughs> <laughs> me first. Not I would Andrew. Like to say that the Legends of Gotham podcast does not endorse the idea that quality <laughs> equals price. Uh, Absolutely just, not. I'm all about it. Just a for the record. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, both the- I'm all about a discount too. It's okay. There you go. It's a woman thing. Thank you. It really you. is. It really is. More bang for your buck. Okay, this one's a quick one. Uh, both of you, if you could use one word uh, to describe your character's role in the next set of episodes of Gotham coming up, what word would that be? I guess uh, we'll go with Victoria first, since Andrew's deep and philosophical and everything. Um, well, I can be deep and philosophical. Uh, no, no but uh, I think allowed. that um, complicated. Complicated. Yeah. Okay, right in going... line with the, the Batman mythos of Renee Montoya. Really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I would speculate, but then I would probably be putting you in a very awkward position. So, Andrew. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one word uh, to describe Crispus coming up. Dark. Dark. Interesting. Interesting. Not j- I'll let you decide what, what I mean. <laughs> I, I'm going to guess that Crispus develops a fear of light bulbs and uh, lives in a world of darkness from then on. And that's where Batman you gets the s- idea to hide in the shadows. You are a smart man. I try. <laughs> okay, uh, you want to... Okay. Um, so, see, this one I feel like we already know is going to be a little bit truth to that because we hear that there may be a little bit of pranking on set going on. I couldn't imagine. Yes, I can't imagine what? anyone pranking anyone. Victoria... Victoria is famous for this. She is such a prankster. I'm the one who falls for it. It's not really pranks. It's that he he knows that I get nervous sometimes, and he'll come up to me and be like, "Oh my God, did you see that the script was changed?" And I'm like, "Oh my God, where?" And then it wasn't changed. So I mean, I I fall I fall for it every single time. And he does yeah, this I'll, thing. I'll, here, I'll show you guys. Matt, can you see? Oh God, here he can, comes. Can you see this? That what I'm holding. Oh. So imagine Hello. that this is a, a wall or a door or whatever on the set, and then wait. I'll can be, I just preface I'll, this with he's about no, to do a, no, he's about no, to do an impression of me that's grossly exaggerated. Everyone, no, it's not grossly exaggerated. This <laughs> is exactly exaggerated. I'll, I'll be standing. I'll actually be standing next to her, two feet away, but she'll forget. And she's got lines that she's running through her head. And this is a wall. This yellow thing you see here is a wall, a solid wall. And I'll be next to her, and she'll suddenly turn around. She'll forget that I'm there. <laughs> And this is what she'll do right now. I hate you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she'll remember I'm standing there staring at her like this. <laughs> and she'll suddenly stop and she'll be like, oh, uh, uh, what, what, what? <laughs> so when she has a bunch of lines and she gets nervous, that's what she does. And she just takes it out on anything that's not human. It's hilarious. Uh, Victoria, have you ever gotten him back for any of this nonsense? What was that? I said, have you ever gotten him back at all? No, I, I, I'm waiting for the right moment, I guess. Biding your time? But he, yeah, I guess I'm biding my time. If anyone has any suggestions, just tweet me. Yes. Or DM me better so that he doesn't know. I was that about to say, because tweet, you know, yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah, it, right? DM me, please. A good prank for Christmas. There you go. You can, you can also forward those to legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Yes. We'll get those to Victoria. Oh, absolutely. So. Thank you. It's going to be epic. There we go. I look forward to it. You do realize as soon as I announce that you got me, that the DM on my side is going to be huge, right? <laughs> they'll, be coming out of so. the, they'll be coming out of the woodwork. The questionnaires. The <laughs> um, so are you guys currently still shooting or are we close to wrapping up for the season? Close to wrapping uh, up. Close to wrapping up. Yeah. No, they're, what, they're 16, 17. 
Well, I mean, for before Christmas. Oh, before Christmas, yes. yes yeah, yes, yeah, yes, we're yes. not close to wrapping yeah. up at all, but no, yeah, no. before okay. Christmas, like a break, yeah. Yeah, before Christmas. Yes. What, Renee, what, what, what she what, said? What, 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 <laughs> my name is Victoria. <laughs> You're, you're Renee Montoya and Victoria Cartagena. I can't, dis- I can't discern. I can't decipher. I cannot separate. Am I that good? Yes, brilliant. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. Okay, now there was a – it's up here on our wall here, but a couple months back, uh, I, I believe Andrew tweeted it out and then Victoria retweeted it from set. Uh, you in the famous uh, question fedora uh, yes, uh, that sorry. comic fans might remember. Ah, Whose yes. idea was that? Uh, t- tell us a little bit about that. We were uh, so we were we were in Brooklyn. This was um, when we were the Harvey Dent episode, mm-hmm. and um, we had a little spare time as the camera was resetting and doing its thing. And um, one of the um, young ladies from the wardrobe department had a fedora on, and I snagged it stuck it on our girl here and instantly was like, Oh my goodness, we have got we took I took a bunch. And I was and like, then, No, don't tweet it. Don't and then let it. um then I let Victoria decide which one Yeah, I did she gets it. crazy. It was like yeah. she had to give me approval and sign off and crop it here, crop it there. It's got no I don't want to see this, I wanna see that. And then send it out and um all of a sudden the phones went bananas. Yeah. So it was exciting. Are you saying there are potential fedora pics that we haven't seen yet that could leak eventually? No, they're all deleted. Oh, no. <laughs> but that yeah, was I'm... the best one, so that's all that matters. That, oh, that was definitely the best oh, one. But, really you know, good. further down the, further down the line, we might, uh, we might do some more. Oh, Maybe. We've got to get some of a view. We do need Spectre. some fun pictures. So Spectra-inspired pics. Yeah. You, you guys probably have, like, green cloaks hanging around on set all the time, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you have, like, PAs walking around <laughs> it's with green cloaks normal. on. completely <laughs> normal. Okay, you had a uh, Victoria question? Oh, you were. Okay. Um, oh, unless there was another for both of them. There was another for both of them. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, do your families watch the shows and, or the show, and what do they think about your characters? Andrew? Oh, you <clears throat> Um, yes, I've got, um, family back, um, back in England and they watch the show and they're absolutely crazy about it. Um, and I'll get emails, messages, tweets, and it's fantastic. Um, and then folks here and I have people who will actually send me messages. Like I got one, why are you arresting Gordon? You idiot. (laughs) And I had to text my friend back and say, I'm in my house live tweeting <laughs> fans right now. I am not at the Gotham police department arresting Gordon. You do know that, right? Um, which was hilarious. Um, but yes, uh, friends and family absolutely love it. And it's wonderful for my kids. And it really is about them just to share it with them and watch how excited they get. And when their friends jump up and down and say, you know, is that your daddy? He's like, yeah. And my, one of my boys so nonchalant is like, yes, I know he's in Gotham. It's okay. How old are your kids? He's just brilliant. Um, I've got uh, my eldest is 27, Shanice. She lives in England. Um, Then I have an eight year old and five year old boys, Joshua and Brandon. And then my youngest girl, Evangeline, who's two and a half. And they're all so beautiful. It's true. It's true. It's true. He's like one of those dads. Like I love it because I've never met like a dad who's like, hey, you want to see pictures of my kids? Usually it's the mom. But yeah, he he loves those kids. Yeah. Um, Victoria, do your, does your family watch? No, they hate it. No. Yeah, yeah, no, they watch like the Monday episode and they'll watch the Friday episode and they'll watch it on demand. I think they're actually, some of them are watching right now. Um, this, so no, they're really, really excited and happy for me because they know how, how, how much fun I'm having and it's just the time of my life. So they're happy for me. So Yeah. I have to give I have to give a shout out to my wife. Hi, honey. Whenever you get to see this, whenever you get to hear it, love you. Uh, we'll wave to your wife too. Hi, wife. Hello. There you go. Hi, wife. Hello. Hello, wife. Wife. Yes, wife. Watch your husband, wife. Uh, I don't know. I don't what even know. That? Um, Victoria. Okay, let's yeah. talk a little bit about your character, Renee Montoya here. Uh, now, uh, the fir- in the first chunk of episodes, her main concern was uh, catching Gordon or, you know, get- getting uh, Gordon uh, squared away with the whole yeah. painting situation. Uh, now, do you think yeah. that whole crusade was motivated more by a sense of justice, like her wanting to do the right thing, 
a desire to win Barbara back or both? And what do you think that says about the character? Um, I, why well, I got it. You were coming in and out there, but um, I think that yeah, that she was motivated by by both the sense of um, by sense of justice and wanting to get Barbara back. Um, but at the same time, I think I like to believe that when you know Barbara and Gordon came back to Gotham, that they um, that that she knew about this and she sort of respected that union. And yes, she did want to get her back, but she respected that. And uh, but. Um, once she saw that uh, that Jim wasn't the Boy Scout that everyone thought he was, um, you know, she she wanted to protect to protect her, and um, uh, so when the opportunity, I guess, came up, yeah, she sort of she sort of uh, went at it. But um, the thing is, I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, but she slept with Barbara while she's on Gordon's side in the Harvey Dent episode. But I, I really I really believe that. Hello, shut up. <laughs> no, I really believe that when she's like at work that she didn't know about it until maybe at the end of the episode she's at home and she gets a call like, hey, Renee, you know, shut up. Um, all right, I'll, I'll wait till you're finished. No, I'm yeah, going to defend right. Renee to the end. Until you're no, I really uh, believe that. that she, sorry. Um, are you finished? <laughs> um, no, she didn't. She, she, she really... Um, she was, you know, Barbara may have called her and said, hey, I'm in a bad place and um, could you come over? And of course, she's going to jump to to go see how she's doing. And and, uh, you know, maybe it was she went to the hotel and one thing led to the other. But uh, um, she's human. You know, she may have been a little backed up. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not like she was like she had this all planned out and she's sitting in the office and like, hey, Jim Gordon, I've got your girl sort of thing. It's just something that happens. Yeah, I, I know when I went back through and watched through Harvey Dent again, I like I, I was looking for that in that scene there, and I, I, I didn't see any. So I, I, I believe your interpretation of the character is the correct one uh, for Thank some you. reason. I don't know why. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, when you took your earphone out, you took a, the one out that has your microphone on? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's not Can you hear me now? Can you hear me yes. now? No. Yeah, yeah. We, we could hear Better? it. It was just a little yeah. muffled. Yeah. Okay. okay uh, why don't you go ahead and ask Andrew a question just because we're wrapping up on time here. Okay. Um, one of our big complaints this season or this first half season was the lack of backstory for Christmas. Is there um, <laughs> any hope of getting some of that from, you know, other than just the job, any of his um, life? That uh, that I can't tell you. Oh. Um, all I can tell you is that um, uh, he's still around. And uh, what positive. you'll see of him and to what degree – that's why we hope you tune in at eight o'clock. <laughs> and we January fifth. Always. There you go. January fifth, four days after my birthday. Oh, I think. Aww. Good birthday. Oh, oh, that's why that's I threw away time. the question sheet because time's up. I got the TV podcast, guys. You want to come, come back? Come on back. And, and thank you. Uh-oh. both. Uh, thank you guys. For the great question. You're welcome. You're welcome. Answers. Okay. So uh, here, here they come soused. Yes. All all hopped up on coffee and liquor. <laughs> um, can, can you guys? Uh, you guys are still muted, I think. Yeah, you're still muted. The microphone's muted. The microphone's muted. Got it. There you go. Yeah, there we, there go. we go. Can you hear us now? That's we can't hear you. So now. were we just doing this? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. We were, we were saying hi to Mrs. Stewart Jones there. Oh. And we were trying to oh, say the old ones are always the best, Victoria. Good man. Good man. down the pants. What was, what was that? I'm sorry. Itching powder down the down the trousers. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Sorry, Andrew. Did you find, oh, no, I'm, I don't fall for that one. Remember, <laughs> remember you have to DM me so he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, damn it, John. Okay. Can't wait. Okay, well, I guess we should go ahead and get into our game here. Now it's time for How MCU Are You? How MCU Are You? Uh, Victoria and Andrew, welcome to How MCU Are You? It's really hard to say, but it's kind of fun. Thank you. MCU Are You? How MCU Are You? <laughs> uh, you'll be playing against each other, but don't worry. It's all in good fun. We're going to give you each a classic Batman villain and a scenario. Then you'll tell us how your characters would respond. Uh, John and Derek will be our judges. Okay. Uh, if they think your answer is MCU enough, they'll go like this. If they think our answers are what's enough? Good. If good it, enough. Yeah, if it's good enough, they'll good go enough. like this, and then John and Derek do their thing. Approve yeah, uh, so the we have to. We, we had recordings for this, but um, <laughs> uh. technical issues. So we're going to put on really bad accents. Excellent. And I'll show you how not to do acts. So, 
for that it will be a thumbs up and it will be good point well made mate <laughs> good point well made mate good point well made mate and lovely mate. jab lovely jab <laughs> and if your answer is not and quite for MCU a wrong enough, question yeah Sorry, sorry, Bill. For a wrong oh, no, question, I, I get the pleasure of going, uh, of going. Wrong, wrong question, gorgeous. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fish moony. He went all fish moony. Fish moony. Here you go. You got to do the finger though. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and uh, then most points at the end end wins. I'll keep track. Uh, any questions from anybody? I so lost. So get You'll be fine. Oh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tailored towards you. Just have Watch. fun with it. Okay. I have some comics think... already ready that I can sign and send to you guys. Remember that. <laughs> Good point, well made. Uh, I'll note uh, four points for bribe here. Um, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll start with uh, Victoria slash Montoya. All right, and I'm saying the name of the. Yeah, this okay, is the, the first villain. villain. The first villain is Professor Anderson. Anderson was a gifted engineer and scientist who constructed a device that actually transported people into works of fiction. When he demonstrated the device to Batman and Robin, he did so by sending them inside a volume of anthology of fairy tales. Okay, so uh, Professor Anderson sends uh, people into books, TV shows, etc. Uh, now, Victoria, I tailored this for you based on uh, some of your answers from uh, last uh, time we had you on. And okay. uh, Professor Anderson has transported Renee and Crispus into the world of Game of Thrones. Crispus has been captured by uh, Tyrion Lannister. What does Renee say to convince Tyrion he should let them go? Um, hey, Tyrion. <laughs> I, um, I think you're really cute. And um, I, uh, I think your sister's, I don't know, hot. And... <laughs> Your other brother's not, and uh, can you let Crispus go because he's my partner, and uh, I have some comics there I can sign and send you. <laughs> okay, uh, John and Eric, was that MCU or not MCU? I got nothing, guys. I got nothing. <laughs> good point. Well good. made, that mate. Was, that was Thank good. Thank you. That Yay. Was that was good. Okay, uh, let's see here. Okay, I think your sister's kind of hot. <laughs> Just kind of, though. Just a little bit. Uh, that was good. Okay, uh, Andrew, you're up next. Okay, Barney yeah. Barrows. When Barney Barrows failed the psychological profile test required to be become a Gotham City police officer, the dejected man took a job as a janitor at the police headquarters. His hatred of criminals kept him close to law enforcement. But after a freak accident in the police lab bathed Barrows in an er experimental radiation, he found he had enhanced mental capability. He literally became a genius overnight. Barrows quickly deduced the secret identities of Batman and Robin and used that information to blackmail the dynamic duo. Yeah, that should be good. Okay. Okay, and so the situation is, okay, there's this janitor. Uh, he working at uh, GCPD. He gets exposed to this weird chemical, becomes an instant genius. And then Crispus comes across Barney, the janitor, as he's building a bomb to blow up to blow uh, Gotham PD sky high. Every cop is a target, and Crispus is right here. So now uh, Barney is pointing a gun at you, Crispus. Uh, how will Crispus stop this crazy custodian? Okay. Barney? <laughs> When it comes to blackmail, I am the guy to talk to. I am the blackmail. I need you to put your gun down. I'm going to go get you a plunger and some Drano. I want you to go back to what you were doing before. And on your lunch break, I'm going to let you come into the bullpen, sit at a desk, sit at a desk, Show me just how smart you are because I'm stuck on crossword nine down. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, John and Derek, I MCU enough Good or not point. MCU point? Good point. Good point. Well made, mate. Excellent. Mine didn't even make sense. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> well, Victoria, you're going to like this next one then. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, next one up for Victoria. Okay, the character's name is Brule. I guess mm -hmm. yeah, uh, Brule was not only a successful cattle rancher, but also a secret leader of a gang of black market rustlers. Yes, and the situation for Montoya is Renee and Crispus pull over a truck outside uh, the Gotham city limits. 
Brule's driving a load of cows, but while Renee is checking them out, she finds a hay bale hiding stacks of cash. So she finds cash in the back of this truck with a bunch of cows in it. How does she let Crispus know things are going down and that things are going to get crazy without rousing the smuggler's suspicion? Um, she just looks at him like she usually does, like... <laughs> okay, uh, John and Derek, is that MCU enough or not that, that MCU? That is very MCU. That is yeah. very MCU. I'll, I'll, do this in a, I'll do this in a Fish Mooney uh, voice because, um, you know... Oh, good point. Well made. <laughs> That's Fish Mooney who lives in Buckingham Palace, of course. That one. Queen Mooney. Queen Mooney. Okay, okay. Uh, next up, Christmas. All right. Wiley Derrick was a criminal who was also an expert makeup artist. He obtained a job at an insane asylum and preyed on the delusions of inmates who believed themselves to be the incarnation of historic personages. Disguised as Lafayette, he wanted to build an army of the mad and commit a series of crimes. So basically a crazy makeup artist. He makes up crazy people as historical figures and wants to take over the world. Okay, so uh, Crispus. As Crispus is returning home from his stakeout at Fish Mooney's club, he encounters General Lafayette, a.k.a. Wiley Derrick, recruiting soldiers for his mad army outside a soup kitchen. How does Crispus intervene before this villain uh, gains steam? What would you do in that situation? Um, I guess, first of all, I'd probably have to take off my jacket, um, drag it along the ground a little bit, and then put it back on and get online for the soup kitchen so that I can get up close and personal in front of him. And then as he's serving me the slops or whatever it is that I'm about to get and let him give me the spiel, let him try and recruit me. And then I'll look at him and I'll simply say, excuse me, but I believe you've used the wrong foundation. And I'll just watch him crumble in front of me, <laughs> devastated. I'll roll him over on the ground, cuff him, look at him again and say, I was only kidding, but I just knew I'd get you. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that, very smart, very, very strategic. Very... Uh, John and Derek, uh, what do you think? I'm, I'm not sure. Does that sound very MCU to you, John? Mm, it does. But go on. I'm dying here. I just king. Uh, good point, mate. Oh, man. No, I'm, yeah. dying. I'm, oh, I'm dying to hear what he has to say over there with his. Go on. Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, he gave, on, he gave me the thumbs up. Yeah. He gave you the thumbs up. It was heady there for a minute. I wasn't sure it was going to happen. Okay. All right. <laughs> Next up is Victoria. All right. The Dodo Man. The villain. The Dodo? Oh, yeah. The villain known only as the Dodo Man was described as a psychotic who had an unnatural urge to obtain anything related to the extinct Dodo Bird. This led him to commit criminal acts, including brazen robbery of Gotham City's Museum of Natural History. Okay. uh, Now, the Dodo Man breaks into Wayne Manor to steal their prized Dodo Egg. Go with it. Uh, Dodo Egg? A yes. dodo egg. They have a fried oh. dodo egg there okay. for some reason. Uh-huh. It's the dodo egg. Got you. And uh, young Bruce can't get a hold of Gordon, so he calls Montoya for help. What's the first Who calls thing... me? Alfred. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Bruce You're does. Coming in at... Young Bruce. Bruce does. Young Bruce. Uh, so okay. What... Young Bruce. What's young the Bruce. first thing Montoya does when she gets on the scene? She makes scrambled eggs. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> I don't Montoya know. Is the dodo man. What does Montoya do when she walks into the dodo bird? She investigates <laughs> and uh, she takes some prints. Then she calls uh, Crispus <laughs> to handle it because he has better answers. <laughs> I know that's a big. I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to throw to John and Derek to see on that impression. one. Go on, put on your best man. female accent. What was that? Wrong question. Gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay, well, okay. right now, uh, Crispus and Montoya are both tied at two. Tied so at two. Okay. I, I guess uh, we'll move on. Moving right along. Okay, Andrew, the flower gang. This is for Crispus. <laughs> Three men with a high degree of horticultural knowledge combine their resources to commit crimes as the flower gang. The men robbed from around Gotham City using various plant-specific properties to gain entry <laughs> or unlock saves. One... One such heist was a robbery of Morrow Art Gallery. At the Morrow Art, Morrow Art Gallery. Okay, so basically the flower gang, they use flowers to commit their crimes. Shocking. Okay, now Crispus. Shocking. Uh, the flower gang strikes. Gotham City is covered in pollen. Uh, seriously, inches of the stuff. It's like snow. You can't even drive in it. 
You hear the flower gain is running southeast at 3 miles per hour towards 4th and Grundy. Crispus is at 7th and Grundy and can run 3.4 miles per hour <laughs> since he's traveling solo. <laughs> At this rate, where will Christmas meet up with the Flower Gang, and who's kicking whose ass when he does? Um, at this rate, what was that? You went in and out. at this rate. At this rate, where will Crispin meet up with the fa- Flower Gang along Grundy, and whose uh, ass, uh, whose ass will get kicked when that happens? Okay, um, I will probably meet up with them on um, on the Pollen Knoll, and when we get there. Um, I do know for a fact from profile that uh, one of these flower gangs is a little bit of a weed, so I'm not going to worry too, too much about him. Um, I'll probably take the first guy first um, and uh, probably kick him right in the petals, take him down, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the other guy will just scurry away. That's pretty much how it goes, and if it's in three inches of pollen and it's covered in the city, he's not going to get too far. I'm sure Nigma will enjoy just watching him do his thing, and he'll just he'll let me know exactly where he is. Excellent. And I, I, I do appreciate the strategy of taking the first guy down first. first uh, let's see if it pays off for you. John and Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Pat, oh, good point. Well made. Let's <laughs> get into this. <laughs> yes. The voice is changing. The voice is changing. It's deeper. <laughs> My voice is broken. <laughs> it's going to be Mr. T by the time we're done here. <laughs> see, I I'll think this needs to be the podcast. <laughs> this, this does need to be the podcast. This okay, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, right now it's uh, three for Andrew, uh, two for Victoria. Oh, he won. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to gloat okay. later. You know what? You know what we can do? We're going to do an emergency tiebreaker. This one is worth five billion points. Okay. And we're going to there you give, go. There you go. give each of you an opportunity to, to answer. And this is for, uh, it's an, actually a Batman the Animated Series oh, character called the Condiment King. Uh, Emery. Okay. The Condiment King, created by Bruce Tim and Paul Denny for Batman the Animated Series, is a DC Comics. Condiment, villain. right? Condiment. 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 Not, yes. condom. Not Condom King. Condom. That's, no. okay, that's a totally thing. store in South yeah. Just for- just making sure. <laughs> um, okay, he uses various condiments, sometimes capable of causing anaphylactic shock as his weapons. So basically, a, a, he's squirting you with mustard. Yeah, p- pudgy uh, middle-aged man with a condiment gun. Okay, so uh, the still sounds king- like still sounds like the other word to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the condiment king walks in while Montoya and Alan are enjoying lunch at a fast food uh, joint. The king is waving around his condiment gun, threatening to spray hot salsa everywhere if they don't give him his old job back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you... uh, sorry. Go ahead. My, my bad. Sorry. Just play the circumstances. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll start with uh, – this is for both of you. Uh, we'll start with Crispus. Crispus, talk him down. Talk down the condiment king with the salsa gun. <laughs> That's exactly what I would be doing. If <laughs> oh, there's a man in here waving his salsa around. No, sorry, spraying his salsa around by waving his condiment gun. Is that correct? <laughs> Tell me I got that correct. Yep. Some man comes into the fast food restaurant, takes out his condiment gun, and starts spraying his salsa around. Is that what you asked me? Those are the exact, exact circumstances. You've yes. called the wrong department, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that said, I would probably wait until he's run out of salsa, then go over to him and ask him to kindly, because we're in a restaurant, conceal his weapon. I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> conceal his weapon. <laughs> And then ask um, Renee to come over and cuff him and stuff him. Oh, no. Renee would be like, I don't want anything to do with that hot gun of yours. <laughs> hot call. So I'm going to enjoy my sandwich. You take care of this, Christmas. <laughs> that's not. Oh, I cannot believe the pictures I've got in my head. <laughs> okay, I can well, believe it. I think I think that game was a success. I, I think, think that game was awesome. I think you've both proved that you're both MCU, basically. So a round of applause for our contestants. And our judges, and our host. Well done, judges. Well done, judges. Very, very good. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, let's see here. Uh, now, I know we did have some people uh, asking questions over in the q and I think I've never done this before, uh, but we'll see if we can find a couple here to take us out on. 
let's see. Oh yeah, this is probably a good one. It's uh, see, uh, do the writers and actors of Gotham pay attention to the feedback, uh, both positive and negative? Uh, you know, uh, out from out there in the interwebs and nether spheres and whatnot. And uh, like, uh, do they pay attention to it, and uh, does it uh, affect how how you uh, perform your job or anything like that? Um, I'm not sure if the writers do, but I I don't read anything negative. I just read uh, the positive things. Like I, I have people vetting my stuff. Uh, yeah, if it's something negative, I'm like, yeah, don't send me that. Just send me all the good stuff about me. Um, yeah, I don't have time for that. So just as long as the fans are happy, I'm happy. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, uh, um, yeah, you know, I again, I can't, I can't speak for, I can't speak for the writers. Um, but um, you know, with the live tweets and all the rest of it, I'll try and um, respond um, to as much as I can. But to be honest with you, people, people tend to be very, very generous, very, very yeah. generous, and uh, and it's you know, Sorry. it's truly appreciated. And um, and you know, long may it continue. Uh, let's see here. I was trying to find one. Oh uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, I guess uh, one of the writers, actually, uh, John Stevens, uh, mentioned that uh, it was going to be more serialized than procedural uh, next half season, uh, more crime saga than case of the week. Uh, Does uh, that sound about right to you? And, and you know, personally, when you're watching a show, really, uh, what what tack do you prefer? Do you prefer kind of a freak of the week sort of enemy of the week? Or do you kind kind of like something that has more of a – a storyline stretching out over the episodes, just personally in your own t- television watching. Um, you know, I, I do like the the ongoing sagas, um, but I think you need uh, you know a clever blend um, of both intertwined mm-hmm. as you go along. But you know, there are, there are a lot of there are so many characters involved in the show and so many possible storylines um, that you can't you know address them every week. And so for them to for there to be suddenly some something that everybody can latch onto and get excited about is going to be very very thrilling for everyone, um, and the way that it's written, which is fantastic by our team and the cast that we have, you'll you'll hook into something and you'll run with that until it runs yeah. some kind of a conclusion, and then you'll get a freak of the week maybe, which will then give us an opportunity to slide to something else and, and a different uh, ongoing saga. But I I'm, I'm thrilled with what um, Bruno. Um, um, who created the show, Bruno Heller and, and Danny Cannon have put together. And then the team of writers, I think, are absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, right now, it's um, I, th- I think they've got a winning formula and whatever they put their hand to, I think, will be a success. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John and Derek, did you have any questions left uh, from your list? We ha- have uh, probably about four or five minutes here before we wrap up. Uh, we've got, yeah, we've got a few. <laughs> well, I suppose, I suppose one ahead. question we'll, for, we'll for, trade uh, for Victoria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all right. Um, one question for you, Victoria. We know you have you have a movie coming out next month uh, in the cinema, I believe. Uh, called Still Alice. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Let us know what's, you, what's coming out. Well, I can tell you that it's an amazing film with Julianne Moore. She's getting a lot of buzz, um, Oscar-wise, uh, about a woman who is uh, struggling with onset um, early Alzheimer's disease. Um, though I did film a scene, I, I don't think I'm in it because I someone saw it and they were like, I didn't see you in it. So, brum, brum, brum. but uh, I, I, uh, I still. I still got to work with uh, Julia Moore, which was an incredible experience. She's so amazing and just so, so sweet. Uh, um, and uh, we actually did the scene. It was just me, her, another actor, and, and like 10 background actors. And, and what, I, what I remember was that when she spoke to all of us, during the, when she spoke, she spoke to all of us. It wasn't just like to one actor or anything. She made sure to make us feel all comfort, comfortable and welcomed us all. And, you know, after I finished, she walked over and was like, thank you. I'm like, for what? You're Julianne Moore. But, uh, uh, no, she's just so, so, so unassuming and sweet. So it was a great experience, though you'll never get to see it. But well, there's there there are Blu-rays, so yeah, deleted scenes and whatnot. If there are Blu-rays, there could be a big deleted. That's scene right, a deleted scene. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see we've here. Got, um, there's another one as well. We've got um, Andrew. There's obviously there's the questionnaires that we we're kind of aware of as a fan group for um, Montoya Victoria. Is there any for Christmas Allen? And if not, what do you think of the the name the Peacock? <laughs> For Christmas Allen, apparently this is what Harvey Dent called um, called uh, Christmas Allen because he of his impeccable dress sense. Well, there is this, and he does strut. I will say that. 
Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm down with that. Absolutely, why not? Um, there's, um, you know, I think uh, the, his uh, his background and his story and um, his personal life and all the rest, it hasn't really been, it's not, it's not even really that well documented in Gotham Central um, until, you know, he's a specter and then it goes off on another tangent. Um, but I do think there's a lot there uh, to be discovered. I don't know if it's integral to to what we're doing in Gotham, um, but I think uh, the relationship that he has with uh, Renee Montoya is is key, and how that affects um, what goes on um, with the small uh, faction of GCPD, and then further down the road, as more villains and as Gotham's cracks deepen, and you need more people to handle it. Um, who clearly won't succeed because we all know who's coming down the road in a whole bunch of years. Um, but uh, I think all of that is um, still to come, and I still think it's ahead. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Okay. I think it's a great name because uh, I don't know a lot of people don't know that Andrew used to be a stylist, so he's dresses impeccably as well. So. There you go. It's perfect. Well, he was, yeah. Before we started recording, he was offering to give me some hair tips and stuff, so... Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> okay, well, now let's see well, here. Look, I mean, look at my bangs. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I figure uh, we're we're about to wrap up here, but before we do, uh, Victoria and a- Andrew, I thought uh, you know you guys have been doing a lot of interviews in support of Gotham and everything. Do you have any questions you want to ask us, the interviewers? Hmm. Um, I, I don't have a question. What I would like to say is um, that we truly do appreciate. Uh, everything that you're doing and your, your enthusiasm and reaching out to fans and um, all the work that you do. Cause I know that it's not easy. Um, right. And to let you know that, you know, if, uh, if we can do this again uh, further down the road, I am, I'm sure I can speak for Victoria that we'd love to be able to participate. And Absolutely. when you're in New York, uh, please get in touch with us and um, yes. we'll have some stuff to sign for you. We'll go uh, hang out, grab a drink and, um, yeah, we'll play that game again in person and I'll show you exactly how it's done. <laughs> oh, and John and Derek, they owe us a pint. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. A pint of whiskey. <laughs> no. That's the Harvey Bullet drink if ever there was one. That's a real man's drink there. A pint of whiskey. Oh, yeah. Uh, Victoria, any, any uh, closing comments uh, from Questions, you? Questions, anything? Questions, comments? Uh, what was your guys' uh, favorite scene of the whole uh, first part of the series, and what are you looking um, looking forward to seeing in the second half? Um, Remember, we're sitting right here. Yeah, you yeah. are. <laughs> you are sitting right there. So, pretty that- much just anyone's that had a Montoya and Christmas Allen in them were my favorites. Oh. See, see, I liked the car when they came to the rescue. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was I yeah. may have cheered from the couch. I was like, yes! yeah, <laughs> I was cheering too. Yes! <laughs> It was awesome. But I, um, I, I, I loved the. I, I kind of. I would go with Andrew. I loved it when Rene and Christmas came to arrest Jim Gordon. That payoff was was really really good. Um, loved that bit. And what I would like to see. It's not going to happen. But I do like the Spectre. I think that would be pretty cool. I think crossover with. Constantine. I could see you spooking into Constantine or something like crossover. That. Yeah, that would be cool. But it's never going to cool. happen. I know. I'm just dreaming. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a crisis on it multiple was... uh, networks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I, honestly, I though it just it just uh, in it, sorry, John and Derek, and I'll keep it very vague. But Alfred's contribution to the last episode was some of my favorite stuff in the entire season. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's fantastic. Sean is absolutely yeah, amazing. Absolutely. It's it's different. Like you never get to see Alfred that way, so it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he was very He's much crappy. like very, very. He he was very good with the action pose too, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. Uh-huh. Kind of like the James Bond action pose. Okay, well, I guess we'll uh, wrap up. Thank you to everybody who yes. came. Thank and, you guys uh, so much. We really, really appreciate yeah, it. And everyone oh, who showed up. You. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank really you. Really appreciate so much, it. Guys. Yeah, thanks thanks for all the tweets Great. and support. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for being so awesome right back. We'll we, keep it going. We very much appreciate it. And uh, uh, John and Derek, where can people find Gotham TV Podcast? You will find pretty much everything. Our, our hub is GothamTVPodcast.com. Uh, you can get us on Twitter, which uh, which is where we contact everybody, uh, at Gotham TV Podcast. And uh, search for us on any network. You'll find us everywhere. Just Gotham TV Podcast. Excellent. Yeah. 
And we should be a, a little bit more caught up with you, more even with you as far as when the episodes are airing uh, for the next half, right? We've got we've got one more episode to go over here, but there's no announcement as to when we're coming back next oh, year. Yeah. So it could it could still be staggered. I hope not, because I, I hate not being able to discuss the show with you. I know we've, we've got to be catching up with your episodes about three, four episodes behind. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, so. Those episodes we are, we are you can kind of leave them leave them where just gloss tune over, in for the last one. <laughs> Okay, and as for us, you can find our podcast at legendsofgotham.com. Follow us on Twitter at Legends of Gotham and uh, follow us personally. I'm at Bill Meeks. And I'm at AMD Simone. And uh, thank you. Uh, join us here uh, soon after January 5th for more <laughs> Legends, Legends of Gotham. Sound like a granny. I don't, know, I don't know why you were doing a London accent. Excuse me, my name's Fish Mooney, and I've aged. Coming here to my nightclub. <laughs> we're playing bingo in my nightclub. <laughs>